0: Welcome to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. I do not want to bury the lead today, as today kicks off something huge from the radio station. On the radio station. It's the Double Pay Workday. Every hour, 6 a.m. till 9 p.m. Win yourself $1,000 on Rock 106.9. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. Buddy, I want to start right here because I saw your tweet yesterday. And before we talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com at 8 a.m. or yeah, 8 a.m. this morning. Back to back losses at the Hawks. All right. I mean, are you worried about that?
1: Um, as far as Cleveland Cavaliers go, um, I think you'd be crazy not to be concerned right now. Um, but there's also a sense of calmness over me, too, where it's like, I honestly think that LeBron plays at his best when he's in the underdog role. And uh, I think he's proven that a couple of times. And I, I, I think that he kind of, what do I want to say? Um, <sighs> Has he certainly has the ability to turn it off, turn it on? The Cavs yesterday and this weekend really—it was a perfect, you know, microcosm of like what they are and the problems that this season has been. Because you saw moments yesterday during that Hawks game where they were on fire, dude. Like they couldn't—they, I mean, they, 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 everything they were doing was right. And then it turned into the fourth quarter, and things just fell apart in a comical fashion. Almost, it felt like watching a Browns game a little bit, where it was just like you could start playing yakety sacks and just like, oh, and this happened, and this and up yeah. and up and up. And you know, and just in just all these different things, and there was definitely problems with the officiating. There's no question about it, but that doesn't change the fact that there were serious problems with the team as well. So, like, y- y- both things can be true at once, and you can complain about the officiating and recognize the fact that the Cavs really asked the bed yesterday. Um, so, on a scale of one to ten, when te- you start complaining about the officiating, you're really skipping over where you lost the game. Well, right, 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 and 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 I, I, I would agree from that. Certainly, from a, a player's perspective. Perspective and a coach's perspective and a franchise perspective. But yesterday like people were like, "Well, it doesn't matter if the officiating was wrong." And it's like, "Well, it does matter." I mean, it's both things can exist as true. Like you can totally f everything up and the officials can do a bad job too.
0: At the end of the season when they tally up wins and losses, nobody goes, "Well, the officiating in no, that one was ever. bad and give you the game back. It's
1: just like saying injuries, you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just like when people say like, "Well, if this guy wouldn't have been hurt, if that wouldn't hurt, well, it doesn't matter." At the end Not of the day, all. it is what it is. Right. Now it doesn't change Change, it, doesn't win. it doesn't change the fact of 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 you know missed calls or, or injuries or whatever the case is there. But yes, at the end of the day, the win loss tally goes goes to the team there. So on a scale of one to ten, I don't know. I'd put myself at five, a six. I mean, the playoffs uh, start at zero. You know what I mean? You have an opportunity to start at zero, and I've said it a million times before, and I'll say it a million times again. Anytime that coach unlocks the gym, turns the lights on and rolls the ball, that bag of basketballs out, I feel like LeBron and the boys have a chance. If so. we're
0: scaling it one to ten, I'm worried about the Cavs not repeating their championship. I'm at eight of not winning the
1: championship. Of not winning the championship. Because to me, and I guess what I'm going to say is, to me, the only victory I can ask for out of any sports franchise is that they make a serious push at a championship. And to me, I agree. making the NBA finals. So I'm confident they'll make the NBA finals. And I guess if I'm going to say, will they win the NBA finals, I'll add a little bit More concerned, I'll move it up to a seven.
0: Yeah, I'm at an eight that they don't win the finals currently. Now sports happen every day; they go back and forth. Things can go back and forth. You never know. Speaking of going back and forth in the sports and how things can overturn, I came in here Friday and I said, you know, the Masters is going on. I said this is part of the problem with golf is that you got a guy Charlie Hoffman who went out first day shot a 67. Uh, I I believe, no, 65, in like some of the worst conditions you've ever seen. I said, look, this is why golf kind of suffers. I watch it every week. I don't care about Charlie Hoffman at all. But sure enough, by the end of the weekend, come Sunday, we got major drama on the back nine at the Masters in Augusta, and we got two, now, again, for most people, not huge names, but for in golf, two huge names in golf. You got Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia. Sergio finally wins His major. I couldn't believe I got to see it.
1: Sergio Garcia always seemed like one of the names that I kept hearing about as a as a complete non-golf fan. I feel like I've heard that name. He
0: got unlucky, Sergio did, because he came out in that Tiger Woods era. Like he and Phil Mickelson both would have won way more tournaments had Tiger not been like well, Tiger that entire time. And well, I mean, Phil still won, I think it's something like 47 times or something. When you think about that, actually in the Tiger era, it's very impressive. Um, but like Sergio got a little unlucky there, and actually, once upon a time, Fantone, he walked off a major, and they were interviewing, and um, and he actually said, he's like, I just don't have the mental game to win one of these. And I I remember like hearing that and going, oh my god, man! Like you, you normally don't, don't you don't normally hear an athlete that honest. And so like he's like he st- makes his charge yesterday, and I think he bogeyed like two holes, and then it got a little rough, and it looked like he was gonna choke it away. And you got Justin Rose chasing you, who's really good. I mean, he won the Olympics, and Rose, they go to a playoff hole. They play 18 over, and he tees off, and he wide right, and it was just, you can tell its just nerves. Straight nerves. Then he gets underneath the tree, he's got to look at it, he can hit the ball, and he chunks the ball 30 yards up the fairway, which I did three times yesterday. And you knew it was over. Sergio sticks it in close, makes the putt, and that reaction yesterday, when I saw it, the pure happiness on that guy's face. I mean, he came out. I mean, he's been, I think this is his 17th year or something like that on tour. He's been playing forever. Never won a major. Finally gets it yesterday. And, you know, I suspect, you know, I'm the guy who's always like, you know, sports are fixed. But it was the 60th birthday of like the most famous Spaniard to ever play in the PGA Tour. It was like the 60th birthday of Seve Ballesteros, who's no longer with us. And like Sergio comes back and Justin Rose screws up the playoff. I Honestly, I was sitting on my couch. I was like, is this fixed? Is this, is this like, hey, we'll pay Justin Rose to take a dive. That way Sergio wins on Sevi's birthday. Like I did. I had that
1: thought. At least WWE tells you it's fake. Up front. At least WWE, they tell you it's fake.
0: Up front, what's not fake is thousand dollars. We're doing it every hour today from 6 a.m. till nine p.m. on rock 106.9. one oh six nine. Win a thousand dollars right now.
1: What Miles Garrett had to say. He yeah. says he plans on punishing the Browns if they pass on him. Yeah, I, I actually read two articles about Miles Garrett this uh, this weekend. Number one was that one where he did say if the Browns pass on me, I'm going to punish them for it. And I dude, believe him. Hey, wait, I do. Wait, wait, like, dude, that's the attitude to have. And also, sure I guess he's like one of those weirdos. Who was the dude from the Broncos who was all weird, uh, Von Miller, and like wearing those nerd glasses? And like he like 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 uh, Miles Garrett like reads poetry and is like into like all sorts of weird things like that. So he's I he's like
0: perfect for one of those Old Spice commercials. Yeah, place.
1: sure, whatever. Get dude. him on a horse, I, who cares? shirtless. I, I, you know, I don't care. I don't care if you believe the world's flat. I don't believe. I don't care what you believe. You're reading poetry. What you're doing? As long as you can sack, dude. Who cares?
0: Yeah, he just likes deodorant with like octopus yeah. on the cover and all put, that. Put stuff it of, on there. Whatever old
1: Spice is doing these days.
0: So yeah, I can't wait to talk to Scott from MoneyForNextYear.com about that. I read this about. Uh, out of uh, you know Canton, Ohio, over the weekend, okay. where a man sped away from police and eventually fought with the canine officer Tuco. Which, if I remember hey. correctly, that's the newer of the canine uh, that came in.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was the 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 canine unit that replaced the uh, officer Jeff Thoreau, who yeah. uh, who was killed.
0: I thought I was going to say okay. I thought I had that name right. Yeah. So Edward P. Doherty, 36, okay. of Fifth Street Northeast, was on parole. Phantone reading now from the cantonrep.com dot When a city police officer tried to pull him over, see, what happened is that Edward uh, ran a red light there. I'll never understand why people who already have marks against them, why you slip up on this little stupid stuff. Running a red light? You
1: know what I'm saying? That's such a dumb thing. Now, if it comes to be like, hey, you know, one of my brake lights was out and I didn't know, well, I guess that's something. But running, stopping at a red light, that's 101 driving You're not walking behind the
0: car when it's on. You might not know that happened.
1: Right. And and I just mind boggling. It's like, dude, you have a pound of cocaine in your car and you're not going to make a full and complete stop at the stop sign? What are you doing? Or in front of my apartment? (laughs) What the
0: hell are you doing? Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction records list him as being on parole for endangering children operating a vehicle while impaired since his release from prison a year ago. So a warrant was issued. They go out to, you know, execute the warrant. Right. Said uh, late Thursday when the officer saw him run a red light. Doherty initially pulled over, but then refused to comply, sped away from the cops. So then a chase ensues. That's their job, right? Of course. At some point, he pulls over, and then the officer walks towards his car, and so the guy puts his vehicle in reverse and tried to ram the police cruiser. So You know, this is their thinking. Well, then I'll like smash the front end of their car, and then they won't come after me. Now, I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but I don't know of all police cars, but I know a lot of them have, like, that ram on the front of them. It's got, like, the steel bar cage thing on the front of them. That is designed for that. Yeah. So if they have to hit you or you hit them, more damage happens to you than to them. And let's remember
1: here, too, that you're probably driving, like, a what? A 1992, like, you know, celebrity or something like that? Does it tell me? Yeah, I I'm I'm, going to assume that you're driving a piece of crap automobile who, you know, that's got 175,000 miles on it there, where, like, dude, this is a, 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 a cop car that has been designed to go at high speed speeds, to handle well, to be able to take crashes and, and, and impact and things like that, and you think that your car is going to be what stops it? You're an idiot.
0: So they spotted him uh, after he had struck a tree. That was on High Avenue. And it continued rolling, the car did, until it came to a stop a short distance away, about uh, right around Wells, and then K-9 officer Ryan Davis... And uh, the canine, Tuco, quickly caught up to Doherty. God, how terrifying would that be? Now, I'm glad they got the guy. But imagine being a criminal, and they let that canine go on your ass. Oh, dude, that'd be terrible. That's what you get. Yeah, it is what What you get. That's why you don't run. Right. And uh, he continued to fight with the dog in an attempt to break free. Now, if you're Ryan Davis, and you watch somebody wrestle with your canine, you already had somebody shoot your last partner. Right. We went to the funeral for that. Yeah. And so like now if you're him and you're watching somebody else struggle with that dog after what your history with the last one is, aren't you sitting there like
1: I, the emotion of that? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, and obviously that's the life of a canine officer. That's the life of somebody who has that. But I'm that's sure why we I, have the dog. I'm sure it does not make it any easier no. and any, any less stressful for the dude. And, and I, honestly, like I, I, you know, hats off to him for handling the situation well. Sure
0: enough, Tugo grabbed Doherty by the leg, held onto him until Officer Davis' other Officers arrived. They arrested him, obviously. He was taken to Altman, treated for the dog bite, and then to jail you go. Don't collect any money. He was booked into the jail on unrelated warrants, charging him with operating a vehicle while impaired, and heroin possession, and on charges of attempted uh, felonious assault, failure to comply, obstructing official uh, business, and resisting arrest. Guys, dude, just pull over. I always tell people, no matter what's in the car, no matter what you've done, no matter what this, running will make it worse. Because especially, at at some point, you're going to see a judge. Right? And what the judge wants and what the community wants is they want somebody who feels as if, you know what? That's not the best representation of me. That's not who I am. I'm not this person. What the judge and what the community wants is we want remorse. And you have a hard time selling me on remorse or an accident when if you get pulled over, you flee, pull the car in reverse, and then ram the cop car. Like, at that point,
1: you cannot
0: show me remorse.
1: Keep in mind, we're talking to a heroin addict. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that, yes, I agree with you 100%. At that
0: point, it's everybody, though, nowadays, right?
1: right. (laughs) Right. We're talking to a lot of people there. Um, and I guess really, what you're getting down to there is is you're weighing the pros and the cons there. Of all right, if I were to, you know, if I were to stop the car and let this cop, you know, search the car, search me, check my license, I know I'm going to jail. Right. What is the percentage that it takes? Like, well, maybe I have a 10% shot of getting away if I if I, if I if I flee right now, or maybe a you know, I wish 5% I percent chance.
0: Or, I wonder what those numbers are. Can't be good. It can't, it can't be it high. Can't be good. With all the technology they have now, I mean as at some point, they'll put a copter in the air. Right. They'll vine that. 40
1: years ago, I think you I think you had a much better argument of being able to get away in a high-speed chase on a motorcycle or something away from cops. I mean, what
0: was their best line of defense then? Like a spike strip? Right.
1: Nowadays, I I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't imagine
0: you'd get away now. I mean, they just have too much on their side. Right. <laughs> Somewhere, there's a guy listening via, VR. It's like, dude, I'm on the <laughs> got run right now. Got away. I'm on the lam right now. Slipper I totally cops. got away. Yeah, so that guy is in jail where his punk ass yeah. deserves to be. It's double pay workday on Rock One O six nine every hour until nine
1: PM today. You win a thousand dollars. We'll be right back from more Stansberry show. We're all just kind of, shouldn't Shouldn't be that way. We spend so much money on this. We should, should be able to have something nice. For yeah,
0: people. but I mean, ultimately, and, and I don't want to get too right. carried away here, but dude, you can't keep people alive forever. That's oh, not no, the no, design no, no. of you the can't human keep,
1: being. You can't keep them alive forever. And I don't think that, I, I think that almost to an extent, there's sometimes it's people are guilty of that where they want to keep somebody alive right. because they feel like, oh, I can't lose them. And that's not the way that you should make your decisions. No. Um, I would agree. Uh, certainly. And you're not going to be able to avoid pain either, you know, as people. Die. There's going to be pain involved, and there's going to be you know physical hurt. I just still feel like there's just so much BS that comes along with it. You know, it's just oh, yeah. it, it's just a uh, it's just it's just a bad system. It really is.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh that's tough. I uh, I feel for her, yeah. man. That's uh having lost family
1: members. It and, sucks. You know, it's back to back too. It just was just like, damn it, we it's just like a did one this. two punch,
0: right? right? We just did this. Literally, just put the black dress back in the uh-huh. closet. Now she's got to yank it right back yep, out. Yeah, so, no, that part sucks. So
1: it was kind of a what do I want to say? An exhausting weekend it was so new parents deal with babies crying all the time. Right. right. And it just sounds to me
0: like a nightmare. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure it's great. And I know when they puke on you and it's your kid, it's like the most special thing ever. And like, you'll understand it when you have your own. I get it. I, okay.
1: well, right. but I, but I won't. Yeah. I was going to say, sure. You can say that, but okay. But right. I won't all there right. because right. well
0: I'm selfish and I don't want to do it. But Ford motor company wants to help parents with their crying baby. Okay. And so the Max Motor Dream Crib was commissioned by Ford's Spanish Design Studio. And essentially what it is, is it's a stationary cot and it will simulate the sounds and motions of a car ride. So you don't have to take the kid in the car anymore. It looks like a small dog bed is essentially. And you, the parent, will then collect Sensory inputs of a car ride on your phone through an app. You then download those into the max motor dream crib and it will then use a very gentle rocking motion and then simulate the sound of an engine hum and the led lights to give the baby the feeling of riding in a car. Now, I don't know why driving a baby in around in the car, like settles them down, but it does so much so that they've put it in car commercials,
1: uh, a little bit of white noise. You know what I'm saying? You've kind of got that like sound of the road, not overtly like I noisy, think, but there's something there. And then the, you know, the, the I would vibrations. think the motion
0: itself would just make them more uneasy. Why is this moving? Why are things moving?
1: Why are, are you, are you a car sleeper? Are you able to sleep in cars? Oh yeah, totally. I can sleep on a plane. I can sleep in a car. Yeah, but I'm 40. I'm well, not a
0: kid that I, doesn't understand what's
1: happening. I, 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 I I think I don't think a kid a, a baby in particular necessarily has even like the the consciousness to like I don't know what's going on of course they don't know what's going on they're a baby they don't know what anything is. Exactly. like it's 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 so it's just they take it as like well this is just how it works like this is just what it is
0: ford says that parents lost a total of about 44 days of sleep during the first year of late night feedings and teething pains 44 days of sleep Man, that can make you, like, crazy. No wonder parents are just screaming at kids in, like, the aisles and stuff. Because sometimes I judge the hell out of you parents. Like, I'll just be watching you in a store, and you'll just, like, fly off the handle at your kid. I'm like, Jesus. First of all, that thing's only here to yell at because you had a void in your life. Sure. Right? And so, like, now you get the damn thing here. It's the most... Precious thing ever, and yet you can't stop smacking it in the face every time I turn around.
1: It, it, disciplining in public this weird place because it's like, yeah, sometimes I'll see parents and be like, "Oh my god, bitch, what is wrong with you? Why are you screaming at that kid like that?" And then I'm like, "There's other times I'm like, bitch, go scream at your kid. What is wrong with you?" Like it's so. It all yeah. depends on how you're dressed, right? Right? <laughs> right? Got right, nice right? Clothes
0: on. It's like, yeah, you're probably, you know doing it, the right You thing. can't
1: win for losing sometimes when it comes to parenting because you know how many times have you seen some kid like just losing his mind, and I'm like, why don't you go take care of that kid? Why don't you? Go take care of that. Take this child out of here. But then you know it's just a um, it, it it's a tough place for a parent to be when there's a meltdown in public going on. They
0: say now the Max Motor Dream is a one-off uh, pilot, but following numerous inquiries, the company is considering uh, putting a this unique cot into full-scale production. Sure, you put anything on it and tell parents that babies are going to be quieter. Yeah. You're going to sell it. Yeah. There are certain things you, you you put this you say this pill will make you lose weight this pill will make your penis harder or you you know the, your baby's gonna go to sleep those are markets where you know the money is always gonna come over hand over fist
1: yeah there's desperation in those markets there's like oh my god I have to fix this problem and however I can do it I will throw money at it so yeah and honestly like almost a little bit of like oh, what the hell were we thinking like how why did this take so long it's 2017 it's not like this is like a new thought of like oh kids fall Asleep in the car. It's been happening forever. I'm surprised. Uh, you know, I'm surprised somebody else hasn't 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 blazed this trail before. Yeah,
0: for me, like I, I just, I, I've always been curious about that with the baby in the car because I can't for the life of me. Normally, uncertainty makes you freak out. And why? Why would the uncertainty of a car I can't see, can't do this? All you knew is you. There's a bunch of noise. You can feel things moving. You probably got your mom screaming the f word because somebody cut her off for texting and driving. I don't think the car. It would be the last place I would have ever thought. Like, initially, before it became commonplace to think. Like, if I was raising a kid, the last thing I would have said before, you know, knowing about it would have been like, well, let's put him in the backseat of the car and see if that works. I would have never gotten there. I understand, like, being held... Carrying him around the house, how that would quiet you down. I don't get how. I don't understand why the car itself works. You can sleep
1: in a car. I'm surprised with as tall as you are. I mean, you know, you just put your head up against the window and, you're out. Yeah, hey, dude. I, I think with kids and with babies in particular, there's so much uncertainty. There's they don't understand anything. So it's just like it's it's go with the flow at that point. You have no you have no will. You have no no. You're not making any decisions. So will in the crib like, in the
0: house either. That doesn't make any sense as to why that would quiet you down but if you're looking for that ford motor company is now on top i can't wait till they start selling those on the showroom floor at Wakem. right that'd be awesome just be able to go up there grab one of those kids quiet you get a new car everybody wins there's a new there's a new law coming to ohio that honestly most of you don't need and i hope pray anything whatever just beg the gods that my neighbors don't take part in this i'll tell you what i'm talking about next on rock 106 20s i moved to los angeles and the California area. And when I first got there, everybody said to me, you're from Ohio? Where's your cowboy hat? And I was like, What the hell are you talking about? It's
1: weird. It's such a weird, uh, you know, everyone obviously has stereotypes of where they think other parts of the nation are. We all think everybody in California is just tan, blonde, and like an idiot. Fake boobs. And yeah, I mean, that's what you expect. You get there and it's not. It's all (laughs) Spaniards. Everybody in New York is, you know, bada boom, bada bing, some sort, you know, just like that, you know, that that, that stereotypical New York guy. Um, But I've always thought it's weird that like on the coast, you've got these two things and they just... I think everything that's in between those two coasts is just like Flyover. farm. Well, it's just like farm, and it's not like, dude, it, it, well, it's, it's not kind of. Well, I mean, it's not, I mean, there's obviously some cities and some other things. It's not all like
0: rural. No, like, I mean
1: there are cities, and but right. you know
0: people have a misconception of that. So when I moved to California, everybody kept asking me, "Where's your cowboy hat? Where's your cowboy hat?" And I was like, "Dude, I'm from Cleveland. What the hell are you talking yeah,
1: about? Yeah, you talking know about. I mean, never in a horse. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I don't know, you know anything about. about
0: that. Don't know anything about it. But there's now a barnyard bill. That is going to allow more Ohio homeowners to keep small farm animals on their property. Goats, chickens, rabbits and more are coming to a backyard near you. Reading now, Fox8.com, that an Ohio bill aims to sidestep zoning regulations, and it'll allow homeowners to have small barnyard animals on their property, not intent, not, I'm sorry, not originally intended for agriculture. Apparently, it's being based on the homeowner's acreage, House Bill 175, being sponsored by state rep Tom Brinkman, and is backed by 20 co-sponsors. How did this get to the be a, like such a big deal to where we got like all these dudes in this and now we're passing a law now? It says the bill will leave the door open to what barn animals can be raised, but it specifically rejects roosters and small livestock that create a nuisance. A chicken in the backyard is not going to create a nuisance for me. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, I think any animal has potential to create a nuisance.
0: No, I'm assuming that the roosters is about the noise, right? And then I'm assuming that the livestock is about, well, yeah, again, the noise and probably the stench from the baddies in the backyard. But chickens are loud. You get two chickens back there; one's always riling the other one up. <laughs> 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 You know what I mean? They're a bitch to catch, ass Rocky. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. white lightning at that point. Right. Now, apparently, this is how it works. You can have one goat for every half acre of land, just under a half acre, 0. Okay. 0.3. All right. Well,
1: that's as long, as long as you have at least that much, you should be fine.
0: You can have one chicken or fowl for every quarter acre and a rabbit, other small animal, again, for every quarter acre. Now it does require sanitary living conditions. I don't know what that would mean for a chicken.
1: Right. I mean, right. aren't we
0: always being told that Purdue just does awful things to the chickens we
1: So well, I guess that's the thing is you probably will treat the chickens better than Purdue. Maybe I is would the think. Point. I would think. I don't know, but I, I don't. I don't know, but here's what I know. I don't want my
0: neighbors doing it. Now I live in an apartment building currently, <laughs> but I got to tell you, if I'm been looking at homes again, I toured like three houses this weekend that I'm thinking about renting, and so I'm like kind of like you know starting to look around and the last thing i would do is move into a house where there were chickens in the backyard next door they're loud my friend my friends jim and jessica just bought a house and like it's far but it's like far west side of cleveland they're in the country and that's what they wanted they wanted to be away from the city which is great but their neighbors have chickens and they're loud that would annoy the... Cra- now, I guess, you know, people are going to make the argument, you know, you got your dogs outside and that thing barks and that's loud. Right. Yeah, but that's annoying. Right. Like,
1: I, I'm not well, happy about the
0: dog. Right, but I don't want to add more.
1: But I, I, I guess we're getting into a conversation here of, like, am I ever going to own a chicken or a goat or anything like that? Of course not. Uh, of course But is that, you know, is my inconvenience factor of, like, well, the chickens are kind of loud. Is that enough for me to tell my neighbor that they don't have a right to do that?
0: They're also filthy, are they not?
1: But... Uh, if you know, if you obviously they included the, the 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 sentence about sanitary you know conditions, and if you're if you've got it you know taken care of to the level of what the state deems as appropriate of cleanliness, I mean, mm, eh, dogs I've- are dirty, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, technically, they'll eat their own crap.
1: Right. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. you've been to you've been to plenty of places in people's homes where it's like, dude, you treat this house like it's a barnyard. Like, you know, if you've got if you got multiple dogs and and, and you're not uh, like you know staying on the cleanliness, it can right. definitely turn gross.
0: You have multiple dogs; you have to vacuum every day,
1: and it still has like that grossness. You can tell it's like yeah, I mean, dogs and, live here. And people's yards that have multiple dogs, dude, know how much a hey, crap is all over those things. When you you ever go
0: over something? house they're like yeah let's have a cookout or whatever and you go out like the sliding glass door you're on the patio you're not even in the backyard but you're near it and you can like the waft of like dog crap just mm-hmm. starts to go over here. and it's like you mm-hmm. live
1: here so i guess as long as you know and obviously people have been and should be you know uh, they're they uh, reported for having too much crap in their, in their yard or having too many animals in their house. So as long as you have that sanitation level, as long as you have that, you know, appropriate animal cleanliness, I, I don't like it. I wouldn't want my neighbors to be doing this. I feel like it's stupid. I, I you know, you see it all the time. There's, there's people, uh, you know, millennials are like, oh, we'll have chickens. So we'll have fresh brown eggs in the back. And it's like, what are you people doing? Just go buy eggs at Giant Eagle. But it's not, it's, that's not my place to tell them whether they can or cannot do it.
0: I, yeah, it is. That's what we do for a living. It's totally my place. I'm totally going to tell you.
1: Don't put chickens
0: in your backyard. What the hell's the matter with you? The hell is the matter with you? And, now, like, in the winter, there's, like, rules to bring the dogs inside. So, sure. like, am I allowed to just let chickens outside in December and they don't have to come inside? Probably have to
1: have, like, a heated, you know, chicken house or, or, or whatever the case is there. I don't know what the different, you know, criteria is for different animals. Houses, oh, no? yeah, dude. I mean, well, you, you can't have them frozen out there. You can't have them dying out there. I, uh, I got I, frozen
0: chicken in the freezer right now. I, I, I,
1: I, I about? don't think. Totally do it. I don't think people when you do stuff like this. I don't think people necessarily wrap their minds around like how challenging this is going to be. Like if you think you're just going to get some chickens and it's just going to be brown eggs for breakfast and like everything's going to be great, dude, it, 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 you're wrong. Like it, it, farmers are farmers for a reason. It's not just something you do in your backyard. Like you can. There's a lot of things you can just go do in your yeah. backyard. You can just go play baseball with your kid and be like, oh yeah, you know, just like a just like a Jacob's field. No, yeah, but you're not, not
0: Francisco Lindor exactly, at that point.
1: Exactly. No, I, dude, I give any hip. Dude, I guarantee you this. <laughs> no
0: guy with a pair of suspenders can chop the head off of a chicken. There's the challenge laid out in front of you from the Stansbury Show. Win yourself $1,000 with the double pay workday.
1: Right now, yeah. I don't know what they cost to get into. I, I'm going to assume a Cedar Point ticket's probably fifty bucks to sixty bucks, but you're spending eight plus hours there. You know what I mean? Like you spend you spend uh, twenty bucks to go to the movies as 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 each for person. ninety minutes, right? And you're there for under two hours, where yeah. it's like at least if you go to an amusement park, you're doing a bunch of different things. Now, granted, one of those things is standing Waiting in, in line, line. but yeah. you know that's such as well, life.
0: I mean, they have fast passes now and like all that stuff where you can you know there's nothing better than the fast pass, right? Yeah. Like if you ever just wanted to make people feel. Uh, less than, and that they'll never reach the level of success you have, stroll by them <laughs> as they've been sweating their balls off for three and a half hours to ride the Raptor, and
1: you show up five minutes before the thing takes off, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna sneak up to the front here. And I think they're relatively cheap. You're already spending 50 bucks to walk through the park. Just throw the extra 20 down and get the Fast Pass, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I would. <laughs> I don't know what you're standing in line for anymore. A friend of mine actually just went
0: to Disney, or she just ordered her Disney, and she got like those, right. and they like they look like watches right. now. That's like a a big-ass wristband with Mickey leg like, on it, and she was like, you know, they give you five of them, one for every section of the park or whatever it is. Uh, this is her taking her family? Um, no, it's her and her husband going to see the Star Wars thing. Okay,
1: <laughs> all right, all right. It's always, it's always a bit of a head-scratcher when, uh, when two people go to Disney without kids. I'm always like, yeah, all right, I guess. I mean... There's no rule that says you gotta no, have a kid. No, there's not a rule. There's, not, there's, there's, there's no rule, but there is a little bit of like, there's so many other vacations and things you could do. I'm just always like, why you get, why you, wait till like wait till you have kids, you know?
0: I think Disney's a lot like Vegas in that regard, where people just assume it's one thing, and then you get there and you realize, ah, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff here, too. Yes, the kids are definitely the hook for Disney. But I think once you get, I don't know, because I haven't been since, I don't know, a long time. I was in, I, I, yeah, I was in early 20s, so I don't know. But now with the Star Wars thing, I can understand why guys my age would want to go. It's like totally into that thing. But overall, yes, it is the happiest place on Earth for, for children. Yeah, thing. I mean, I don't care about Goofy. Your kid cares about Goofy. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, go to the Caribbean. Go yeah, on a booze cruise. Yeah, yeah all right. Go
1: to, you know, there's plenty of places you can go. But I like the theme parks. And
0: sure. I, I famously have told the story, and it's not even there anymore, that when my dad, I think it was like the last time my parents took me to a theme park. I was like 12 when we went to Cedar Point or whatever. Okay. And my, I, I took my dad on the Demon Drop, and he was scared to death of it. And I'm, you know, and I was like loving it. Couldn't wait the whole thing. And he was like, just wait, you'll get a little older, you'll start to have more respect for death and you'll just, this stuff will terrify you versus excite you. And so I'm very interested now to find out where I am on that level of old pussy slash young enthusiast.
1: I'm a little surprised that your old man allowed you to ride the demon drop. I'm surprised it wasn't because the like, name. Right, I'm surprised it wasn't like Daniel. That's the power of Satan. Well, he took a black <laughs> magic marker up
0: there and <laughs> our, scraped out demon. Little vandalism there. It. No, that's a good call, honestly. Um, you know, a little side tangent here. Actually, as a kid, once uh, coming home from uh, at Long John Silver's, they used to give you like the pirate hat. Yeah. Had the skull and crossbones on. Had to sharpie it out. <laughs> had to sharpie it out. Not allowed to go not allowed to go to uh what's that to the Halloween? Not allowed to have Skull and Crossbones Jeez. there. Sharpie it out.
1: Jeez. Yeah. I was like four. Demon drop. Crying into my fish. <laughs> just, just shoving hush puppies down his gullet. There that's
0: where go. I learned to he- eat the pain away. Maybe there it is Maybe right that's there. where that happened. Now the reason why I bring up the theme parks is I am. I'm very excited to go. I think we honestly what we should do ultimately is get like a listener like thing where we take like 25 of them. We go to Cedar Point, Kings Island, whichever one. I don't care. But like, and you go do something fun. Like that sounds like a really
1: good idea. A Little team building, a little fun there. I just I'm very concerned about the Stansbury show listener bus on the way out to Cedar Point. I feel like by the time it's we, that we thing get on fire I from the inside. Like by the time we get to Sandusky, there's going to be a problem.
0: Uh, I'm finding out now uh, via uh, Wayne tweeting in, the Fast Pass to Cedar Point is uh, over $100 just by itself. Ticket into the park was 60 just last year. Wayne, thanks okay. for that. We appreciate okay. it. I bring this up because I believe this was over in England somewhere. But I just watched this video of these two dudes on a roller coaster, and this guy, one of the passengers, gets smacked into the face with a pigeon. Like, imagine that. Mouth open, and like the pigeon just
1: smacks him into the face. I- how disgusting would that be I guess i'm gonna I'll chalk this one up to the to the Randy Johnson fastball that hit that bird where it's like you know you do something enough times and inevitably there's going to be a bird in the way. You know what I'm saying, like sure. I'm surprised this doesn't happen on a regular basis, like I mean birds are dumb, they're flying through things, and like you've got your hands up in the air i. I would I would think that would be a little bit more common.
0: Uh, Yes, like a stripper falling down. Yeah, like you would think it's like when you see it, you're like, how does this Mm. not happen every time? You're hammered, drunk, and walking on ten inch heels. How the hell do you not fall down more? But yeah, like when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, you're right. Like there's birds. No, I don't know what they're. Flight is and how right. high their typical flight well, pattern is, and all that. But, like,
1: but you got to think, I mean, these are birds that are, are somewhat accustomed to people because they're coming into Cedar Point all the time. They're, you know what I mean? They know there's a food source down there. So I'm sure they're kind of ballsy birds. And, uh, dude, yeah, you know, you're flying down past the rafter trying to get some of those french fries, and boom, someone hits you onto the side there. I mean, it was a tough view. Like, honestly, I don't think
0: I would be a wreck the rest of the day. Like, what happened, dude? You just had pigeon in your mouth.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: That, I mean, right? I mean, aren't they kind of like phenomenally known to be like a
1: very dirty bird? Hey, I don't think I don't think any... Not just the falcons. I don't think any wild bird. I'm going to be like, oh, dude, you know what? This is a clean you know, one. Let yeah. me lick that. Yeah. So I, I, at that point, yes, I'm probably going home. I, I, I'm not expecting a refund, but it's like, guys, all right, we're done.
0: This is how my idiot brain works. Now I just like, I'm visualizing just dumb people licking animals, just <laughs> licking a bird. Don't lick the birds. That is disgusting. That video, by the way, if you have not seen it, it is up for you right now at WRQK.com in the Sansbury Show section. Shortly after 8 a.m. is your next shot at the Double Pay Workday. It's $1,000 every hour until 9 p.m. every single day on Rock 106. We'll also talk to Scott from com And the Florida Files are next on the Sansbury Show.
1: Because I'm getting fat. That is a wake-up So,
0: line. like, it's all the stuff that I bought when I was – when I had lost a bunch of weight sure. And now, like, I'm almost there So I was like, okay, we gotta, like, let's tighten a little bit So part of the way you do that Is by making sure you responsibly have food Around that you should and can eat
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know We are creatures of convenience And that's what one of the big downfalls of our diets are Is like, well, dude, it's just so easy To go get, you know, $3 worth of of, of McDonald's right now or, Dude, it's just so easy to go up to Sheets. It's just so easy to, like, you know To, to get food that's not necessarily the best for you and I don't like to do that I don't or I don't
0: I'm choosing not to do that right I was now say,
1: like loves i love to, to do, do it that. yeah I do
0: I almost went to Taco Bell for the triple double crunch wrap box uh, yesterday on my like, way home from playing golf did not do it held strong I thought to myself, like, it's gonna be delicious mm-hmm. But then I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like this is why you can't wear that shirt because you because you're not because you well you had the two boxes there it wasn't going to just be one let's be honest. But I have been bringing food in to eat here into the building. Right. And one of the things I've been doing is a little bit of a breakfast cereal. I know like super dietary people are going to be like breakfast cereal is terrible for you but I actually measure it out I do the whole thing properly and whatever. So long story short somebody is stealing my milk. I have milk in the refrigerator here, and somebody is stealing it. And like I always say about like graffiti in a bar, you have to be a grown-up to be in a bar. Why is there graffiti in the bathroom? You have to be a grown-up to work here. Why is theft still okay?
1: I'm trying to come up with a, you know, there's some stuff that maybe you could make the argument of like, oh, well, I brought this in and it was for everybody. But like, until you know that to be the case, until you know that to be presented as such, and like, dude, an open box of pizza on the, on the counter, okay, that's, that's a go. Right. Open box of donuts, that's a go. But something that's in the fridge, it's not. And a I know go. what's happening. We have,
0: awful coffee here. Like yeah, the worst coffee it's on the face of, b- as a matter of fact, like the guy, the delivery guy the other day, like stopped our boss in the hallway. He was like, tell Stansbury stop bitching about our coffee. And I said, bring
1: better, bring coffee, better coffee and yeah. I'll stop bitching
0: about it. Yeah. Like it's that bad.
1: It's awful. And, and, and it's motor oil. We really do have, what do I want to say? Piss poor manners when it comes to coffee etiquette here, when it comes to like, dude, if it's before noon and the pot is under a quarter filled, just dump it out and start a new pot. It's before noon. Like you've got people who are going to be Drinking coffee. It. It's not like it's not like, dude. If, if four o'clock, you're down to that final little cup, and that it's like, ah, eh, dude, whatever. Yeah. You don't know if somebody's going to drink it or not. I understand that, but dude, if it's it, if it's before noon, make no more coffee. So I know
0: what's happening. Okay. People are using my milk to make their coffee Sons taste better, of Because we, again, our company doesn't see neither none of our bosses that reside in this building are coffee drinkers. No. So we have powdered creamer the worst coffee ever if our boss drank coffee i guarantee you we would have awesome coffee here
1: well or at least the option for it i understand that like you don't want to necessarily like pay up for like you know Starbucks curing cups because those are really expensive. a lot of money and really expensive but dude you could at least come up with some sort of like maybe uh you know a trade deal with one of these uh one of these distributors around here and you could be like hey bring in some decent coffee it's not like Folgers isn't made by smuckers which is like three miles outside of our town so i don't understand why there can can't be, That's why I always
0: uh, have Folgers uh, in my
1: house. A always. million, there's a million good local coffee shops where you could get the beans from, or you could do, you know, you could go down there and like, hey, we'll do, we'll do a trade out with Carpe Diem Coffee, right? Or we'll go to Mugs Wigs, Cultured and Coffee go, Company, be, maybe, you know, we could be drinking, of the radio. You know, we're drinking some good coffee there. We could, be. yeah.
0: But like I said, he doesn't like our boss doesn't care because he didn't have it. So what's happening is now is people are stealing my milk and so I don't get my <laughs> breakfast cereal. And so like I'm now like starving. I wanna rip somebody's head off. And I it's all because and dude, what makes me mad is this yeah. is the second time this has happened. Yeah. I am spending a ton of money on milk for people to pour it in their coffee here and I think I know who it is. I was and say, I swear to God I'm gonna push her down in the hall. You got
1: suspects. You feel like you got suspects.
0: Yeah, one of them quit. Okay. And so he's not here anymore, but I know I caught him red-handed once. That was a few months ago. Okay. But this has still been happening since he quit. I think I know who it is. And it's the same person that says, hello, to me versus hello. And if I find out that's true, dude, I'm going to lose it. I will lose it. Like... Alright. I'm just starving. You know what? I need a Snickers. <laughs> you, I need some stuff. You
1: know what? I need you, the figs. You know what the answer to all this is? <laughs> yes, doggo bell triple <laughs> double Crunch trap boxes. No That's the answer. No, dude, you gotta put it, you gotta put in a little bit of work here. You might want to do a little sabotaging with the milk there. What poor poison in I'm it? I'm not saying poison, but I mean I think there's plenty of other things that you could, you know, maybe maybe you salt the milk or something. You know what my like boss that. said to me? Here's
0: was his response: buy a coffee machine and put it in the room next to the studio, yeah. and buy yourself a refrigerator.
1: So now I'm into this thing for a couple right, hundred dollars right, because right, grown ups right. can't keep their sticking mitts off of my things in a place of business. Right? It's not like it's not like it's not like we're in a dorm room. It's not like we're roommates. It's not like anything like that. Like it's a place of business. I, I, I think you can I think you can hold off on on stealing somebody's milk there. Right. Yeah, I just think maybe, like, dude, like, dump, like, uh, like I said, like, dude, dump, like, a whole thing of salt in that milk and just let it sit in there. because yeah, I'll forget, and then I'll <laughs> pour it in my syrup, like, damn it! So I'll, I'll be foiled by my own plan. Yeah, obviously, I don't want you to, like, I don't, like you said, don't poison, don't spit, don't do no, anything No, 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 like, no, you don't can go to jail for all of those don't, things. Don't do anything like that. Yeah, no, no, you, no. But you can certainly, or you could certainly put, like, spoiled old milk in there and, like, let mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? And like, it, the and there you go, and there you go, let them uh, drink some of that there. Nah, I'm going to spend a couple thousand dollars on my own refrigerator <laughs> my own coffee machine everything else, buy my own coffee, get it all in there. I think this woman has one Employee of the Month before, so maybe that's part, Why of, do do maybe it? That's part of Why missing, do you do it? Maybe that's a part of your missing part of the equation is all you got to right. start stealing goods from other coworkers. You love the
0: WWE so much, <laughs> you're getting a goddamn chokehold. And speaking of choking, this is, to the Florida Files, this is amazing. Yeah. Where apparently authorities in Florida say a woman now is accused of child abuse. Okay. What happened was is 41-year-old Tabitha K. Mator of Baltimore, Michigan, was sitting there with her family. At Disney, I believe this was
1: Magic Kingdom. Okay, the happiest place on earth.
0: And so you're at the end of the day. You've been in the hot sun all day. You just you know you've been buying fifteen dollar iced teas and like all this stuff. So you're on edge. Expansive. Oh yeah. I mean Disney's probably not. And
1: and let's be real. You know Disney not not the most affordable vacation in the world. And I'm going to assume this woman maybe not of the highest uh, of, of the highest economic status either. Doesn't look like it.
2: I mean, it definitely (laughs) looks like
0: she hasn't skipped meals, so she can afford that at least. But apparently they were uh, waiting for the firework display to start. Okay? Okay. So then a couple of teenagers who were at the park as well, because guess what? That's who the target is. right? right. They stand up for the firework display. All right. Tabitha, being 41 years old and a total adult in control of her emotions, gets angry Became aggravated, it says, when the girls wouldn't sit down, so much so that she wrapped her hands around the girl's neck and squeezed her, choking her. Now, luckily, the woman, not, the young woman, teenager, not injured. The woman, uh, the assailant, was released from jail on a $2,000 bond, and it doesn't list a lawyer for her. Surprise. Public defender. Now, here's what I don't understand. You deal with this at concerts all the time. Sit down. I'm sitting behind you, or a football game, basketball game, whatever. And it's like, nah, this is a concert. Stand up. Right. Okay. But I can understand somebody short, like maybe at maybe a house of blues or whatever. You know, you're kind of like standing there right. in the GA section. And sometimes I'll move over and let somebody a little shorter stand next to me, or maybe in front of me, or whatever, because I kind of get that. You paid for your ticket too, right? So you want to see what's coming from the stage too. I'm a little taller, Phantom's a little taller. We'll try to get out of your way. But how in the hell are you going to get to the point where you're so aggravated as an adult where you're going to choke a teenager out over fireworks? Nobody can stand in your way of fireworks. They happen in the sky.
1: Yeah, you just look up, and there they are. How do? How was a well, girl standing well, in your way of that? Now Disney is 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 over the top when it comes to production. So yeah, I'm sure it was a fireworks show. I bet you there was other elements to it too. I bet you there was probably like I don't know, like Mickey with lasers or something like that. Like I bet you there was other elements to it. But like that doesn't obviously allow you to start choking out you know, teenagers They're in front of you in
0: the sky. Nobody can. Uh, uh, nobody can like ruin your view of that. Like, I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand a 41 year old woman choking. Well, I could maybe understand you choking your own teenager. Right, if they were your right. teenager, I could right. totally well, understand. And there's that. no
1: part of this It's like, well, you know, the teens got disrespectful or anything like that. Now, no, she was standing. It's quite, it's quite possible that, that, that there was an FU thrown around or something like that. But, I mean, as, as, as far as you know, that's not the case. So, like, I, I, and, you know, you bring up concerts and stuff like that. Like, I get it. Like, I understand that, yeah, I'm taller than you and. and Five better. And, well either buy better tickets (laughs) come earlier find a better spot or whatever it is like i am here yeah you don't get to tell me where i'm standing like if this is where i sat down and this is where i am like you can either move or 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 just
0: stand up it's a concert you shouldn't be sitting down anyway it's almost i mean i don't want to call it disrespectful but it's almost disrespectful of the art that's coming from that stage there's something about being on your feet standing in attention where it's like yeah i'm appreciating this I just, it's in the sky. Nobody can ruin your view of the things that happen in the sky, you turd. Why the hell did you get so angry that you're choking out a teenager over that? And aside from that, what the hell are you guys standing around watching pretty lights in the sky? Dude, I will never understand firework displays, ever. To me, I I think, dude, if you're a good criminal, 4th of July, that's what I'd be robbing every single house. Because every town moron sitting there in the sky going, ooh, Ah, ooh, as I'm walking your brand new flat screen out of the back of your house. We'll talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com and get you hooked up with $1,000 from the Double Pay Workday on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. It is the first day of the Double Pay Workday. Every hour, 6 a.m. till 9 p.m., you get hooked up with $1,000. Your next opportunity, right around the corner. We do it every Monday at 8 Today shall be no different. Let's bring in Scott from winningfornextyear.com. My man, how are you?
2: Hey, I guess I'm not as good as Sergio, but I, can, uh, I can't I can complain.
0: Yeah, but the master Scott is there. Yeah, Sergio finally gets his uh, his first major. He wins the Masters yesterday in dramatic fashion. I'm the only person that cares, <laughs> so we'll move forward. I do want to talk to you. I want to start this week off, if I can, talking about the Cavaliers because even the biggest Cavalier fan I know, Matthew Fantone, tweeted out yesterday, starting to have a little bit of concern as you get back-to-back losses to the Atlanta Hawks. There,
2: I don't think it's unwarranted. Um, the, the they win four in a row and they, they they blow the doors off the Boston Celtics, and then they lose back-to-back and not just not just in any fashion. They they it was a twenty-point loss on Friday and then they blow a 26-point lead yesterday. They, had, they were up 17 with five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter and, and lost the basketball game. It There's a lot of things that went against them, don't get me wrong. But eight turnovers, nine turnovers, I think, in the fourth quarter, if my memory serves, that's a lot. Is, is not a way to win a basketball game when you're going to be outscored 44-18 to 18 over the final 12 minutes. So that's, it's, just, it's not good. Um, it's not normal. Yeah, well, and the, the, if you're going to take away anything, you've, you've, we've seen what they can do. I would feel much more concerned if they just looked like they couldn't do it. Um, That's We've fair. seen what they can do when they're clicking. You just need to hope, as a Cavs fan, that they get it clicking and they keep it clicking for three straight months because – we haven't been able to see it clicking for three straight games, and that that's it's very troubling and very frustrating if you're a fan.
1: And I mean, obviously, and I don't want to look too far down the field here, but obviously, when you've got Golden State running through essentially what is you know the the biggest winning streak of the NBA season thus far, it, it does it feels like it's a daunting challenge in front of the bit. Cavaliers. Um, but I, I think that alone is the reason why I feel a little bit calm about this and a little bit more confident than I thought I would um, is because there is a daunting challenge in front of LeBron James. And if nothing else, I think, I think we've, we've seen time and time again, that the guy loves to be the underdog. The guy loves to be counted out. And I, I you know, I, I know that it's a frustrating, you know, place to be as a fan, but in my opinion, and tell me if I'm right here, in my opinion, at when they're when they're clicking the Cavs can beat any team in the NBA. The Cavs can beat any team on the face of the planet. It's all just going to be a matter of if they can click or not, correct?
2: The way they played against the Celtics would have beaten any team. Um to your to your point. The way that, the way they they played on both ends. Um you know, a lot of people were, you know, Richard Jefferson and Kevin Love were joking following the winning at Philly uh, last week. You know, because everybody was excited they won 3 in a row and they were saying, "Well, it was against Orlando." <laughs> Philly and uh and in Indiana, you know let's 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 be a good team here, and then they blow the doors off the Celtics, and you're like, okay Do you know what i mean they, they, it, those, those skills and the way they played against those weaker teams were, were definitely transferable to you know playing against a top shelf opponent, but they just they they just seemed like they let off the gas in certain instances, and the fourth quarter yesterday was 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 one of those and you know, I'm not going to say tonight, and I told you last week i don't I don't think they need the number one seat um but when you're talking about rest versus seeding, they're they're in a prime position to not get either. You know, they could could get the two seed here, and it won't be because they're resting. It'll be because they're just playing the crap. And, you know, again, LeBron, another 40-plus minute game, you know, another overtime effort. Um, You know, these guys are playing a ton of minutes, and they're still not winning the games, and that's the most troubling aspect is you're not. It'd be much different if they just sat the last two weeks and then just said, hey, we'll play wherever we end up but they're 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 playing a ton of minutes they're getting bumps they're getting bruised. they're getting frustrated and they're losing basketball games and then they could still end up with a 2 seed after being up a game and a half with 3 to go against the Celtics
0: i've heard people try to make the argument that the, the that the refs stole the game away from the cavaliers yesterday i know that there was a controversial call on LeBron, uh, apparently he had followed out during overtime. Um, it, I, I'm one of these guys that I, I kind of always take that refs blow calls all the time. But if you go back and you look over the film, you did enough to lose the game, whether or not the ref called it properly or not. And that's probably true of what happened here, right?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, they should not have been in a place where the Hawks could hit a buzzer beater in the fourth quarter to send it to overtime. Um, you know, given given the lead they had. That said, the the refs were abominable. And I mean, I I you know I I'm not a blame refs guy. I mean, I see a lot of tools on Twitter, yelling it and tweeting at NBA official and all that all that stuff. And it it, it just looks bad. Um, this one, you know, and I, I feel like if I if I kind of pick my battles, this is the one I would choose because you had you had a, a call where they gave the Hawks a jump ball despite two of their players being out of bounds. Right. And if that wouldn't have happened in the fourth quarter, the game doesn't go into overtime, and then LeBron doesn't foul out, and the charge calls, and all that stuff that subsequently happened. Just, we're not talking about it. We're talking about the Cavs winning a basketball game barely after having a 26-point lead. And we could have our own frustrations with that. But the fact that it did go into overtime, and then LeBron did get those the fifth and sixth foul calls. The sixth foul call was atrocious. Um, and then they tried calling two charges back-to-back on the Cavs. One went to replay and they had to overturn it because Mike Dunleavy had both feet inside the restricted area, and then they couldn't they couldn't do the the Kyrie one. But I mean that had he gotten the blocking call on that, it's a they, it's a tie game because they were down three at the time and he sank the bucket and the foul. You know, so there's a it could have went a lot of different ways, um, and I, I don't blame the Cavs for being frustrated about it because that 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 botched jump ball at the end of the game not only cost them a win but it also put five more minutes on all those guys who were playing in that overtime trying to win that basketball game and that it just it just wasn't a a great situation for anyone involved the
1: officiating was bad but blowing a 26 point leads worse i mean i, I you know I, I think all things can be true here it's not like they're mutually exclusive ideas but you know it, it was just a frustrating a frustrating run for the cavs and as you sit here as a fan just you know not the place you want to be when the playoffs start i mean a week a week from now essentially so sucks man
0: Uh, I'm going to skip over the Browns this week, Uh, Scott, from WinningForNextYear.com, buddy, just because the only story with them right now is that Miles Garrett says he's going to punish them for the rest of his career if they don't take him. I believe that they probably should take him, they probably will take him, and and I hope that happens. The story of the day, however, in your world of sports, as again, we talked to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com, is that Indians' home opener is tomorrow. And uh, Tito seems very excited. He said, you know, Cleveland's starting to feel like his home. He, You know, when they come off the road, he says, we're going back home. And he feels like it's putting the bow on last season. He says, this is the last time we'll talk about last season, and we'll move forward. Uh, What can you tell me about the home opener tomorrow?
2: ton of stuff going on before the game. Uh, Four o'clock first pitch, but fans, if they're not in their seats by about three, they're going to miss a chunk of it because they're doing – a ton of things, including unveiling the banner from winning the uh, AL pennant last year. Right. The uh, three guys throwing out the first pitch: Tommy, Austin, Carr, Jim Brown. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be the year 2040, and Jim Tommy will still be throwing out first pitches for the <laughs> for the Cleveland True. Indians. Yeah. Um, and then the Cleveland Orchestra uh, strings are doing the uh, the national anthem. So there's a bunch oh, of stuff cool. going on before the game, um, and I, I can tell you, Cleveland's very excited. I mean, I was, and I know it's anecdotal. But even walking through the mall yesterday, I mean, there were people were surrounding Indian gear, you know, to try to pick up for either for the home opener or just for this season. And you, you haven't, I haven't seen people at tables and, and racks like that since the Cavs won the NBA title. So it, it's been, it, people are definitely excited. And it'll be interesting to see what the attendance will be beyond the home opener over these first couple of weeks. Because the way they've been playing outside of a couple of innings against the, the Diamondbacks, which led to, <laughs> led to them being swept, um, it has been has been very exciting. So I'm I'm pretty geeked about you know one that they mean summers here, but two we actually get to watch some competitive baseball again.
0: How long? I hope you know. I hope you have the answer to this as we talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com. dot com. How long is Lindor currently under contract? Because everybody in baseball is now talking about how great that kid is, and I just don't want him to get yanked away from us.
2: Well, so we I mean we we've, we've been talking about him for you know we've been kind of ahead of the curve on that. But right. so the the way the rookie. And the MLB deals work, or they're six years. Okay. So at the at the very at the very least, clubs have control of players for, for a six year period. So this is his third year, but it's his. I think it's technically his clock won't start on his third year until June. So you're we're, we're, you're looking at another three years here, but he's definitely. I mean, he's so young that you know he he because rookie year could be up, and he could just be entering his prime at that point. So you, you, he's definitely a player this team needs to get under control, um, in and in a the way they typically do it, and they did it with you know Jose Ramirez, you know they they er, and they've done it with guys like Carlos Santana in the past. Where rather than going to arbitration, because the final three years of a deal are arbitration based, you could buy out those three years, agree to terms right out of the gate, and then in order you know for guaranteeing those portions to the player, you know they typically add a year or two on onto it. So, you know, any deal that they they sign him to would be like about a five-year extension. But from this this point, do you know what I mean? So he'll be here for several more years, so you don't have to worry about him going away. Good. But uh, the the trick will be keeping him here beyond his rookie deal because he's easily one of the best players in baseball, and he's going to have to be paid like it.
1: Right, and you can just you can just smell superstar on the kid from a mile away. So hopefully the Indians in the front office are able to kind of do what they need to do with him. Um, and something I noticed from yesterday's uh, tribe game, uh, Michael Brantley not in the starting rotation. Or you know is that is that something to be concerned about, or is that just normal rest?
2: No, they've been giving him. Uh, they did it against, against Texas as well. Play the first two, sat the third. Um, I think that 's going to be kind of the normal course of action here uh for at least early on to see uh to see what the situation bears um something you know something interesting though and it's pretty exciting if you 're an Indians fan you know Jason Kipnis looks like he 's close to at least being you know playable he 's doing some minor league stuff in Akron, I believe so your your listeners can easily go down to there and check him out there but you know they you know he and Brantley have been three hitters for this team for the last couple of years, but they just haven 't played much together because of various injuries to both of them. You know, Now they'll have both of them in a lineup, and you could have one of them batting 6th or 7th, yeah, depending dangerous. on where you want to put them, yeah. which, which, is, which is incredible compared yeah. to what this team has had over the last couple of years. You could have a former MVP candidate in Brantley batting 7th, or you could have an all-star second baseman in Kipnis batting 7th. And when you have that kind of firepower at the bottom of your lineup, and then you factor what Yandi Diaz has done, you factor what either Gomes or Roberto Perez can do on a given night, and they have easily one of the best lineups in baseball. So even if Michael has to take a, a game off here and there, it's 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 easily, easily shovelable for Keto and they don't really lose much in the way of firepower when they do it.
0: It's gearing up to be a pretty good season at the old ballpark. That's Scott from winningfornextyear.com. My man, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch up with you again next week.
2: Sounds good, guys. Take
0: care. It is Double Pay Workday every single weekday on Rock 106.9. Your next chance to win $1,000 happens right now. Anytime somebody has to wait for me to do something, I don't like it. Mm -mm. Because here's the deal. It's not necessarily you, but I hate to be inconvenienced. So then I assume that if I'm inconveniencing you, you're doing what I would do, which is thinking about choking you to death in the middle of the fairway. Because, and so, like, I try not to inconvenience people because of how much I hate when it
1: happens to me. And I'm sure that turned into a vicious cycle of, like, you getting into your own head. Now you're pissed off. Now you can't concentrate on the ball. Now you so, can't swing. Now you're cussing. All right. I got to go over
0: trees. <laughs> don't have the shot to get all the way to the green. We're just going to lay up. Okay. So you take the nine iron, simple shot, open the face a little, nice, smooth, easy swing, up and over the tree, and you should be just fine. But of course, I, a mental midget, rushed it and then shanked it 40 yards to the right, almost hit one of the dudes. And then, like, and I almost threw the club. Like, I swung it, but I held on to it. To not like release it. And I was like, okay, you can't go all like, you know, Billy Madison out or, you know, Happy Gilmore out here. Sorry to screw those up. Now,
1: how often are Happy Gilmore moments happening on the golf course? Not just you. I'm saying like, you go, you know, you golf more than the vast majority of people. So I'm like, a, 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 you know, a, a lot. A lot. Like, I would never buy a
0: house on a golf course near a tee box because right? every 10 minutes. Damn it! (laughs) You know what I mean. Like I would never. I don't know why people spend all that money. All your your kids are going to learn every swear word in the book every ten minutes. And yeah, again, here's a listener right here says I have witnessed this. I have seen Stansbury snap a hybrid over his knee. That sure enough happened. You know what? I'll tell you that story. Sixth hole, Skyland Pines. Hit the tee shot well. Pulled the hybrid, trying to get home into, missed it by. Well, a pretty decent margin, and I got so mad, snapped it, threw it in the woods. What's more frustrating?
1: Um, that was a bad day. Totally biffing out and and, and, and landing in the other fairway, or it's what's more? Because to me, it'd be like, dude, I'm so close to hitting this goddamn ball in, and it just comes an inch short. That's when I would flip out. I feel like the if putt. I, I feel like if I totally biffed it, and if it was like, ah, dude, whatever, this sucks anyway. Like, I feel like that's where my frustration yeah. would come in. Is it's being a, just just close to good enough.
0: Where it really changes, and this is getting a little too far into it, but where it really changes is like if you've been struggling with a part of your game, right, and then you kind of have it for like three holes in a row, you're like, oh, okay, got it to back, turn around, and then you get up and like the next tee, box, and then that goes, then it gets really, really, really frustrating. And I had just had enough, and I allowed myself to get. A little too, because lately I haven't been that way. Like no, you've been you I'll have been good. I'll say stuff. I'll be like, "Damn it," or like things to, like to myself. But I've been working on like the outward expression of, "Oh my god, that dude's freaking out," and so I've been trying to work on it. And it, I, I allowed myself to get outside <laughs> of my head yesterday, and I was embarrassed as a grown up human being yesterday. I just did not. Like it. So I'm going to go back today. Yeah, I was going to say, you got your golfer duds on. I'm all, I'm all dressed, ready to go for the course. I'm teeing off at one. Okay. And again, I'm playing with guys who, every guy who's playing, and it got said to me yesterday by a buddy of mine, this is every guy playing with us tomorrow can beat you by 20. You can't win, so you can't lose. Just go out there, enjoy it, and uh, have some fun. And I'm, dude, I believe I'm playing with some higher buddies. I believe I'm uh, with the high board. Yeah, I believe my ladies and my sirs, little, uh, my lords. Little, I, little elbow rubbing I'm there. Gonna,
1: yeah, I'm going to have to elbow rub today. I like it. That's got to be frustrating, though, dude. If I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to go you know, shoot some hoops or something. I'm going to go play basketball. Well, LeBron. And I, well, Right, and I was playing <laughs> with dudes who were just like 10 times better than me. That would be a frustrating place to be. So uh, I guess uh, have, have have fun out there, Did man. Did not
0: break the club yesterday, but I thought about it. I, I actually I had the driver over my head and bend, <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is like $180. <laughs> Don't you dare do that. And then, because so, here's what happens, is you start going, don't do it. And then your brain goes, well, you've been thinking about buying the made M2 anyway. Just snap it. If you snap it, you get to buy yourself something. And I was like, no, 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 no. You didn't win that $1,000. No, I did not win that $1,000. I did not win that money at all. No, you can shortly after 9 a.m. on Rock 106.9. So, ask and you shall receive, and it looks like I'm going to get what I want. Okay. We've been talking about how technology erases jobs and job jobs, right? Sure. And I've been saying this over and over again. Why, for the life of me, I cannot figure out that the movie theater is still a thing. I can't for the life of me figure this out.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, a big screen of that size is worth something. High definition sound is worth something. Even now, like I just went and saw uh, Beauty and the Beast recently and like, dude, the seats are awesome, but it's not that great where I'm spending this much money. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's not worth it. There's nice things to it, but it's not worth it.
0: So, it was a few months ago we talked about how studios were going to flirt with the idea of a $50 home release. Yeah. Well, now, what they're looking to do because DVD sales are so poor right now that they're going to give you a 30 day rental like 30 to 45 days after the movie opens in theaters which I can't for the life of me think is a good idea because now if it's well a movie comes out Friday night, blockbuster, huge but if I sit there and think to myself well it's going to cost me probably 50 bucks to take a couple of people to the movies and if you got kids, way more than that I would imagine, or 30 days from now a month we'll spend 30 bucks the entire family can sit down on the couch and watch it this is just going to fast track the theater being closed well, right well
1: i mean you know you wait 30 days and you can watch it or you for 30 bucks or you can wait 100 days and watch it on Netflix for for, for 10 bucks a month um the thing I
0: is i think you'll probably start to see theaters and movie companies giving their stuff to Netflix slower
1: theaters and, and 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 movie makers they make more money based on when that movie came out so like your 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 ticket sales on on week one are worth more to you than that one than that ticket sale is in week ten or or whatever the case is, however far out you get and that 's why like you know that dollar theater that 's why they play movies that are so old is because it costs more money and, and, and there 's a higher premium on newer movies and that, and that the theater
0: first, has to pay more money for something new
1: well yeah and and, 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 the, and the movie makers make more money on that new movie per ticket sale so it 's just one of those things that the further away you get from release date, the less valuable it is so i 'm not necessarily surprised that like well, a month out because a month out is when it goes to the dollar theater. If a month out, it's like well, we can we can make thirty bucks on a sale off of this, or we can make two dollars. You're on making a, a lot of, of sense,
0: but the dollar theater is still you leaving your home. You right. know what I mean? Right, it's right, still right. going somewhere else. It's still buying somebody else's, you know, refreshments and that kind of thing. If you tell the average family. In a month and 30 days, we'll give you you give us 30 bucks and all six of your kids can sit here and watch this movie. And again, it's like a you rent it and then you have it like multiple days there. And it's like how many times you like start it is how they're going to do
1: Especially it. Especially with kids' movies. I mean, right. like adults, whatever. But for families, yes, kids want to watch Finding
0: Nemo or whatever the big you know Disney movie is six times in a row because they just don't get tired of things the way that an adult does. I've been w- wanting this for a while now. Seems like we're going to get it. It's like the movie theater is just the one thing I don't understand how that still stands. And I guess I I mean I would imagine if I was going to poke a guess at it that it's still teenagers Friday and Saturday night that are driving a huge part of that business and first
1: dates probably a huge part of it as well. When I went uh, to uh, it was the Maslin Theater that I went to. I mean, dude, it was packed. Like Hacked, and I was just like, guys, you know that all this stuff. Really, film, even to girl? watch,
0: dude, even to watch that gay character in Beauty and the Beast that everybody was all mad about, pack,
1: huh? dude. Like, I mean, just couldn't like. And it was my theater. It was out in the lobby. It was it was elbow to elbow. You're bumping with everyone. So someone's out there spending the money. Yeah, Joey says, dude, nine dollar cokes and twelve
0: dollar popcorn is what's ruining the movie theater, and I would imagine that that's probably going to be part of it. I just don't understand how those things. Are still in business today. More Stansberry show right around the corner. Hang on. Daniel Cormier fan. I wish I would have watched it, but I was uh, I was just unable to do that. I was out with some friends Saturday night, and uh, we were doing the other things there. There you go. We were doing the other things. I can tell the you, I took things. three people who have uh, never been to Basil before, took yeah. them there, and they all like were like, "Yeah, dude, this is like legit good." Well, it's delicious. Yeah. There's no debate in that. It was uh, it was really good as it. You know, tends to be. Not a third. Did you see? No, not at all. Did you see this? This is a little insane. Up on, well, first, let me tell you that there's a really cool video at wrqk.com of Metallica getting tuned up in their tuning room before they go out on stage and they run through like a kiss song. So for me, that's awesome. So if you like both bands, check that out. But I'm reading this now where apparently the son of Metallica bassist Robert Trujillo, Ty Trujillo, is 12 years old. And apparently, according to Blabbermouth, he is now going to tour the twelve-year-old, with Corn. According to a statement from Corn bassist Reginald Fieldy, I don't know how to say his last name, Arvizio Fieldy, sure, is unable to make it to the band's upcoming tour dates in South America, and the young Trujillo, who is in a band called the Helmets, will fill in. They say they're, they're bummed. That Fieldy can't join us on this run, but excited to do a few gigs with a young player like Ty. I mean, real. I know what you're gonna call it. Van Halen took Wolfgang out, Eddie's kid. Sure. But at least it's Eddie's kid.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, if your dad's in the band, there's a lot more. Even that's hokey to me, and it no. feels very gimmicky. Yeah, certainly, and I, I I would say as an audience member, if I were going to one of these shows, I'd be like, dude, are you effing kidding me? I gotta watch, I gotta watch what's his nuts from Metallica's kid up here. It's not even one of the kids from Corn. Like, it's not even like, it's not even like, all right, Jonathan Davis' kid's gonna come out here and play bass, which would suck. But it's gotta be, it's gotta be the dude that nobody knows from Metallica, his kid. So see, you're looking at it from the fan aspect. I'm looking
0: at it from the band aspect, right, dude? If I'm fieldy. A 12-year-old can do what I do? Right, right, right. Dude, you guys, I get it. I can't go on tour or whatever. It must be sick or something, you know, whatever it is. But you're going to... Somebody's gonna step in you, you gotta do the tour But you're gonna Dude, the kid's not even 13 You not even been
1: bar Barbitzman yet You're yeah. gonna like, Throw him out there you, You've kinda got Two options there You could go with Like studio musician Or touring musician Which happens all the time When it comes to touring bands You don't know Who the lead, or the right. lead You don't know Who the lead guitar player Of Theory of a Dead Man is So when some dude's Just up there playing guitar You don't know who Same it is. dude Now Fieldy has a little bit Of notoriety I think those dudes uh, In Korn Kind of were able to You know It
0: kinda all all had their way,
1: yeah. yeah. They, they all kind of, you know, had had their thing, and I think Fieldy a very good bass player. But you can either grab a studio musician, a touring musician, and have them go out there, dick. or B, you can have like an iconic bass player go out there. You could have like Les Claypool go out that's there. That's exactly who I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? You can have somebody who is, who is, who is, you know, a renowned bass player. You have Flea go out there, and it's like, okay, Here, all right, see, that's adding
0: something. I think what you do is you find a really good band that fits your format, that fits your target audience, corn, right. And you find a bass player from that that era, that that genre, right. rather, is probably the better way to say it, and you find a guy who is a very similar than Fieldy, in the sense that, yeah, he's a bass player, but people kind of know who that is. You get him to do it, and now, during your set, you can run through a couple of their songs. Right. And you have that guy on loan, but what do you, I mean... Oh, I guess maybe if you got Ty Trujillo, it's Robert's his dad. Maybe you do a Metallica song.
1: Boy, oh, boy, But that's oh a boy. stretch. Aren't we stretching? I was going to say, like, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's not like. It's and they only like, did cover one, right? I believe Korn back in the day covered Metallica's one. And, and it's not like I said. I mean, dude, yes, I know who uh, Robert Trujillo is, but that's most people don't know. That's the dude of Metallica that nobody knows. So now you've got not even him, but his kid up there. And why the hell are you playing Metallica song? What are you playing? What are you playing this for? And
0: not only that, and I'm sure one of his parents is going with him. I'm sure Robert's probably on the road with Metallica, so maybe the mom's going with him. Right. But... Would you send your kid on tour With corn? To South America I'm not even sure Uh -uh. I would send my kid To a corn show Uh -uh. Let alone on the buses And backstage and all that stuff that happens Now they've cleaned up the rock scene And the touring scene like anything else It's become a little sanitized But not so much so for a 12 year old Uh If a 12 year old got loose backstage at the Agora I'd be like dude somebody better go get that kid Before they get a wild education Sure
1: (laughs) I mean you you know The decadence of the 80's doesn't necessarily translate over to nowadays, but let's not pretend like there's not uh, terrible moral decisions being made at the backstage of any rock concert, dude. Drugs and horrors everywhere, dude. So uh, there's no way... Somebody give me a pass! I need a VIP! There's no way that you could send your 12-year-old and feel good about that as I need a laminate. Find me
0: the passes. There's drugs and horrors everywhere, good music. Sounds like being on the road is exactly what I want. Yeah, I would not send my kid on tour with corn. I would say you find a good band. No, I'm just kidding. As, uh, you know, Corn's coming this summer. Actually, going to be pretty good. And they, you know, they've got their hits. They've got their misses too. I'm not. I'm not. I'm
1: not going to yeah. say Corn doesn't have their misses. But they got
0: a like what a 20 year career. You're going to swing and miss a couple of times. Pretty all right. We've guys. done it about six times today in a day. <laughs> it's the double pay work day from Rock 106.9. You're winning thousand dollars and you're doing it next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. If you have not heard, it's Double Pay work day. We started it this morning. We will continue every weekday, 6A till
1: 9P. You're getting hooked up with $1,000 every single hour. Smart. I mean, you know.
2: Huge. If,
1: if you don't win, like, now, it's like, oh, it's all right, dude. Fish has got opportunity. Fish has got you know You know, Tim Kramer's got you covered. You don't know, with him. Nikki Six has got you. Smart. How we keep you listening to yeah. the radio station? Yeah, just stay tuned all day long. Play what you want. Pfft, no,
0: mm. we'd rather bribe you. Mm-hmm. Here's some money. You know what? Why do I do it? Like
1: I'm just gonna get yelled at. Why do I do it? Especially when, especially when things have been we're moving. doing something awesome. Things have been moving in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, you know what?
0: Honestly, a little tip of the cap to Rock 1069. There you go. We, things have been moving in the right direction there you go. recently. Um, lots of things on the move and mm-hmm. for the better, mm-hmm. and uh, working conditions have gotten a lot better. and uh, And that's good. I feel like, you know, we, the show, and the radio station are starting to rotate in the same direction.
1: And that's amazing when that happens. Yeah, it gave us uh, a couple of years to uh, continue our show here. Uh, yeah, you know, we made a little freshen up of the music. And See, that's uh, why I shouldn't knock them, because then i got to spend three minutes licking their ass. Yeah, well, done, and dude, hey, like, we, we sold out a Shinedown concert. I we feel did. like, you know, hey, the boys are doing all right over here. Yeah, not yeah. the worst. Yeah. Not the worst. Yeah. So we all know women like to push your buttons. Just like to get in there, watch. Yeah. And you've been ready for this one all morning. I can't all wait to get into it. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this all one's all about.
0: All morning. This happened in a casino down in Florida, and I'm not sure which one. Okay. But a uh, god Almighty,
1: dude! A casino in Florida, Blah. dude. You know how bad. <laughs> you know how bad this story's about to be. I have no idea what this is going to be, what, man. And I bet you it's going to be awful.
0: Adam, um, having lived in Vegas, yeah. Sometimes casino floors, I mean, if I'm a people watcher, right? So if you like to like observe the human being, casino floors are a great place to do it. Of course. Because it's like a ballpark, it's like, you know, a movie theater, it's everybody and all walks of life young, old, you know what I mean? Uh, Money, no money. It's kind of like everybody. And you just kind of see like America.
1: Hurting itself towards the buffet, <laughs> and it's just
0: <laughs> Slee, It's like, oh, that must be the line I'm supposed to be in. That's what always happens to me.
1: I always feel like with casinos, um, they have a pretty limited shelf life, unless they are one of the brands that constantly reinvents itself and invests in itself. Dude, casinos are nice for like three years, and after that, dude, they just take a nose down. Well, you see,
0: in Vegas, they tear them down, build them right back up right. a million times, they facelift them all the time. Th- that's
1: what I was gonna say is if you, you know, if you, if you, you know, invest in yourself, if if you keep making those improvements, you can be fine. But, dude, casinos are pretty pretty quick to go pretty bad.
0: I was actually there and standing there when they blew one of them up down to the ground. Um, was it the Sahara maybe when they finally did that? Uh, yeah, I think it was Sahara. Maybe Stardust. But I was standing there when they blew up a building, and it was. It was amazing. Oh, those controlled demolitions are amazing. Be. But this now coming out of Florida. Okay. Where a pretty serious gambler, Jan Flato. Okay. Okay. Put the money into a machine. It, it was called the Double Top Dollar Slot Machine. All right. Okay? But he was there with a friend of his, an attractive woman. Well, dude, who else are you going to take to the casino there? It has been uh, described as she was nuzzling up to
1: him. Nice, dude. Nice. Okay. You know, you're pumping dollars into the slot machine. You got a slot right next to you right there. You're make, make it happen. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Pump something Jeez. out. Jeez. All, right. All right. Wow. All right.
0: So he puts the money in, but she presses the button.
1: Okay, a little bit of the, hey, blow on the dice. And Do hey, this for me. Push that little button right Lady Luck will press the button. Okay. Which, Lady Luck. Which I mean like a little bit of like, dude, just give her her own playing card and let her go play her own slot machines. At I don't the know. other end of the goddamn yeah. casino, because you've been making me nuts <laughs> since we left Ohio. I, I don't know why you have to be like sitting next to each other, but maybe it's girlfriend experience, maybe something like that. You know what I mean? So the pay line comes in and he wins. A
0: hundred thousand dollars. Cash money. So he feels like a huge winner. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, Just dude. won a hundred grand. Yeah, six figures right there. That's a considerable amount of cash. But casino managers then check the video. As they're going to verify big wins like that. They're yeah. always going to go over all the evidence they have, this and that, make sure that they're paying out what
1: they should be paying out. They're recording for a reason, and if they have any, any, any reason to not give you that money, they're going to they're you. Gonna take advantage of it 100%. So...
0: The video shows the woman, 35 years old, Marino Medvetta Navarro, Jeez. had actually started the slot machine rolling because she's the one that pushed, pushed the, button. the button. They listed her, Fantone, not the guy who put the money in the machine, as the rightful winner. So not only did he lose the cash, but he hasn't heard from this woman since walking out. <laughs>
1: Of course he didn't.
0: Of course, dude. so of course she no. So here's the thing: she lay, leaves that casino that night, yeah. fifty grand check and a fifty grand in cash. Wow. Dude, how now, good is that? Now it's probably a little feel. less because obviously there were taxes right. this and this that. But the, you know they're reporting yeah. it as
1: she split it in half. Dude, essentially. how good does that have to feel? Walking out with all that cash on you. So oh
0: god. So she, ta- I've walked out of a casino with. It was my buddy actually, but I was walking next to him and he had 15 grand he just won. And we did, we felt like we were kings of the world. Of course, he did. So she's got 100 grand, 50 in check, 50 in cash. She go. then asked to have an armed security guard from the casino and they will gladly do it for you because they don't want the headline that you got robbed in their parking lot. They will gladly walk you to your car. And she said, I'm worried about the guy I was with. Will you keep your eye on him? Because, of course, she's worried about him going postal and tackling right. her right. and trying to steal the money. So a few weeks go by, and she had the balls to send him a text message that said, still hate me? Of course.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: No, as I've had more time to think about it, I've actually, you know, I've, I've done the adult thing and got past it. No, you stole a hundred grand from me. Of course I hate you. He responds, as any normal human being would, how could you do that to me? Right. And what does she do? She replies with that women thing, with the woman thing. I, I just, I miss you. No, you don't. If you were in a position to miss him, you would have been celebrating with him in the hotel that night. You would have put the 50 grand of yeah, cash all over that. the hotel bed, and you would have banged it out all over the money. It would have been all sticky, and then you put it in the bag, fly it home. That's what would have happened. You don't miss him, and that's what women do. They just go, you know, they'll play into the sex card, and then I'm just so stupid and so vagina-starved.
1: I guess I'll just be okay with losing this money. What was the pro- pro- uh, what was she trying to accomplish by like reaching out to him at what? that point? I delete your phone, get a new phone. Why would you even got a hundred you just, grand? You just stole a hundred grand from a dude, and. Not really. I mean, technically, it wasn't theft. But well, technically, yes. Technically, not theft. But like, in 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 my opinion, you just stole a hundred grand. In from my it, opinion, dude. as well. I'm with you on that. So so, what are you even reaching out for? That's that's new phone. Who this? Exactly. Uh, right. Uh,
0: exactly. I can't believe that it's the person... Why would it be the person uh, who pushed the button and not the person who put the money in the machine? Because um, here's my thing, Fantone. Right. You can't activate the button until the money's right, in the machine. I can
1: push a million buttons, just walk around pushing buttons. Nothing's button, going not to happen. happen. You can happen. yank on
0: the handle, you can do all that, but without the money in the machine, nothing starts.
1: Yeah, that's ha- the activation point. It has to be who put the money in there. The machine
0: won't set until the money's in it. Yeah, so you yeah. are activating the, the the betting process by pushing the button, but you can't get there until the money's in the machine. A good lawyer, since I just thought of that at the top of my head, how you does think? a smart lawyer in Florida, where this happened, of course,
1: now, now this obviously in in the in the land of casinos, this can't be the first time that this has happened. I'm surprised there's not like a standard procedure of like either a split or or a hey this is the the law kind of universally is that like who put the money in is who walks away the winner because like I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, I guess there are some couples who wouldn't fight about this, or who would just be like, "Oh my God, we mm, won!" That's a hundred. Uh, you know, "Oh my God, we just won all this money." This but wasn't a couple, this, right? And right, and this can't be the first time. Like I said, like some some chick has thrown the dice for the dude before. Some chi- plenty of chicks have have pressed the button or pulled the lever for the dude. I'm surprised this isn't like a, Again, a thing that's. I would out. go
0: back to my argument there too, which is if we were talking about a craps <laughs> table or a poker table, man, maybe not poker, but like blackjack table. Let's right. say, like at the end of the day, they're not going to let you sit there if you don't have money on the table. He's the one that put the money out on the line. If anything, if anything, and this feels like very 2017, make sure everybody's happy, but you split it at that right, point down the middle. Right. At least that point, this guy's getting something for his money. Walks out with $100,000 and it wasn't hers. I don't like that decision. I don't like that one bit. We're going to give you $1,000 and we're going to do it right now. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're doing double pay work day. This is the way it works. Every hour from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, we get you hooked up with $1,000. 10 after every hour, your next opportunity shortly after 10 a.m. with Fishhead this morning on Rock 106.9. Good times. Win yourself $1,000, do whatever you want. Don't tell your better half. Don't. Spend it all on
1: yourself. I would. Or, or, or No, could, I'd spend it all on me. You could do something nice for them, and then all of a sudden, dude, you are just, you know, oral sex falling out of the sky. Life is great, dude. You spend, spend a little bit of money on her, she you know, might return a favor. Is oral sex worth a thousand dollars? Come on. Come uh, on. Of course it is.
0: Of uh, course it is. Can't do that yourself? No. Kind of need to, you need a playing partner there. I've been trying. You need a playing partner. So, apparently now, Fantone, they are doing yeah. the 20th annual, I can't believe this, Save Our Shows. It's a, like a poll, and it helps like figure out, um, this is where people go to like, no, don't cancel my show. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Kind of that kind
1: of stuff. And that's not a, you know, a lot of people for a lot of years have been like, no, you have to save it. It's so important. Right. Yeah, okay.
0: So I have a list here of the networks of the shows that they're going to renew, shows that are maybe a little on the bubble, or okay. stuff that they're going to cancel, or just about to. Okay. Okay. So okay. we'll start with ABC. They're going to renew American Housewife. I've never seen it. They're going to renew Blackish, which I absolutely love. Blackish. That show's so funny. All the kids on that show are hysterical. I really like Blackish. It's Anthony
1: Anderson, right? Yes. Okay. Anthony
0: Anderson. Uh, I really like that show designated survivor will be coming back goldberg's um a designated survivor is uh what's his name from um damn it Kiefer sutherland okay. and they blow up the white uh oh. like the government building shocker who would have ever guessed that one right he's the designated survivor the one that like takes over the country if that should happen like all people of the cabinet oh, okay. get blown up okay. so he's the designated survivor okay. i actually started watching that show and um, I gave up midway through the first season, but not because it was bad, just because I'm just like, you know what? I got too much stuff I'm watching,
1: okay. right? But so the show was actually pretty good. Then. Which you know, I mean, for as much as we all want to complain about TV, that is one of the predicaments of nowadays. It's like, dude, I can't even, I, I can't even watch this. I've got too many other shows going right. on.
0: Uh, they're bringing back The Middle, Modern Family, Once Upon course, a Time, course, Scandal course. and Speechless. Um I just deleted Modern Family off of my um my scheduled recording list yeah. 2 days ago. Like I had like 4 of them in my DVR. I was like
1: I haven't watched this show in months. You know what? I'm done. Stop recording series. Once uh, once those kids kind of grew up, like once the fat little Mexican kid and the and the and the, in the in whatever the boy's yeah. name is, yeah. once they grew up, it kind of turned into like Dude, what, why am I watching this?
0: Once Luke's voice started
1: to get yeah, really yeah. strange on the show. It
0: was like, okay, I'm done.
1: You, you know, and like any show, you have a good couple of years, but with Modern Family when they were re- they were hitting that show was great, but they definitely fell down in uh, quality. Oh, Modern recently.
0: Family for a while saved R- really the good. American sitcom. I mean, they were really good. But ABC will be canceling Conviction, Dr. Ken, um Notorious, The Real O'Neills, Secrets and Lies and Time After Time. I haven't heard of I've heard of Dr. Ken. Yeah, that's the only one I knew. I didn't know any of these other shows so that's kind of how that happened. Now, moving on to CBS. This is uh th- like the America's most watched network they're always claiming. Mind-boggling to me.
1: Mind Boggling to me. They're
0: but renewing your least favorite show, The Big Bang Theory. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, dude, when you when you have a license to print money, yeah, you're gonna keep it going.
0: MacGyver makes it. Really? They're gonna re uh, they're renew that. Madam Secretary, pretty good show again about the government. That one's all right. Okay. So um, I-, I watch that occasionally. That's Leone, right? Yeah, that's part of the reason I watch it. There you go, Stansberry. NCIS New Orleans is coming back. Superior Donuts is coming back. Oh my god, I watched two episodes of that show. Thought it was horrific. Didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, Kevin can wait is the new Kevin James movie that's coming yeah. back.
1: Of course it is because it's Kevin James with dude Kevin James barf dude. Um, he, I like him. The woman that plays his wife in that show is horrific bad. I have not watched it. Is it just King of Queens
2: yes. part two? Okay,
0: yeah, roles are reversed, but yes, okay. Um, uh, canceling at CBS will be Doubt, The Odd Couple, Pure Genius, uh, pre, uh, Pure Genius, and
1: Training Day. What? What are those? I remember when Training Day came out, it was obviously like the television adaptation of Training Day. But yeah, you're right. Most of those. What 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 are those? Had no idea that those were shows. In shocker, the Training Day TV show wasn't good. Who would have ever guessed that? Well,
0: what's his his name died, right? Bill Paxton? I mean, I'm sure that's probably part of the the reason. Good call. Moving over to Fox now, renewing Bob's Burgers, which I got to tell you, is One of my more favorite TV... Again, I got caught up. I had like four of them on my DVR. got caught up yesterday, and I laughed at every single episode. That show is actually... Very good, in my opinion. Just my opinion,
1: and, and certainly it's a show um, that you need to have a little bit of like character development with them. Like the first time you watch Bob's, you're gonna be like, "It oh, wasn't that funny," and then like as you kind of get to know them, it becomes funnier and funnier. Yes,
0: uh, they're bringing back Brooklyn Nine Foxes Empire okay. will be coming back obviously. again. I don't watch Empire, but that's been a huge franchise hit, yeah. for Fox. I mean, you, you can't argue with the hit. I mean, it's a hit. Family Guy obviously that's sailing nice. through. And here's the one dude that you and I were both watching. I no longer am, but I think you may still be, but I can't believe this is getting renewed again. Gotham. Have not been watching it. I gave up on Gotham pretty early because I just thought it was like... God, is this slow and boring? And I wanted it to be good. We're both huge Batman fans. That's probably season two, and it was like,
1: and I'm out. You know what I mean? And that's the thing with a lot of TV shows. I know some people get like a loyalty to them, but I don't like if it sucks. I'm not going to pretend like I like something just to be like, oh my God, it's yeah. so good. If it sucks, dude, I'm not wasting my time with it. Simpsons obviously
0: coming back. The Mick, you, I know you and that your girlfriend good. are yeah, watching that. Good. That'll be coming back. New Girls, pretty good. That's coming back. Simpsons and you know Star, or whatever. So. Uh, Fox oh see on the bubble okay last man on earth which is I, I forget that guy's name will whatever he's yeah. from um, uh, uh, SNL I believe is where he like made his bones I hate that guy hate that guy to the point to where I wouldn't even watch that. Making histories on the bubble, it's like, you know, they go back in time and yeah. then they, th- that show was terrible. Yeah,
1: they took, you know, the concept of drunk history, which was on Comedy Central, and I thought somewhat funny, and we're like, oh, dude, no, we'll put this in it. will be funny. It'll be, you know, it's like, all right, know, watered down an idea too many times.
0: Pitch so. was, uh, which is about that female baseball player, that female baseball pitcher <laughs> who who watching who didn't that? see that, not going, that? And not going very far. Prison Break, already kind of on the bubble, which I can't believe. I thought the well, premiere was, like, huge. Well, but, like, I don't know.
1: I didn't watch Prison Break when it first came out. Me so either. I've I, never I seen didn't. that show. I wonder if it's any good. But it's like, well, are you, are you breaking out of another prison? Like, how did, how well, I mean, yeah, they do. And wrong. then the breakout's just the beginning. Oh, That's been a, break the, back in. Okay.
0: So 24 Legacy also on the block right now. Can't necessarily be surprised. You start to like, uh, you know, redo that. Well, Fox is bringing back actually one of my favorite shows from this last season. As much as I bag on TV, I will admit this is a bad buddy cop show. But it just got me, and it, it just it had it. took to me and I couldn't stop watching it, which was the TV adaptation of um, Lethal Weapon. I don't know how I just got sucked into that show. (laughs) I I don't know how. (laughs) Like I said, I'm not necessarily going to be like, no, you gotta watch it because I got sucked into it, but for some reason like I'm hooked on that Lethal Weapon show. Um, They are canceling Foxes, however... That Son of Zorn show, which was like half cartoon, half live action. And
1: well, and the thing with that is, it like I thought that was okay for what it was trying to be, but you can't make a series out of something. That was a 90 minute movie, right? Some things are just better as like a Netflix special where it's like, okay, you have an hour and 20 minutes to get this done and we can all move on with our lives. But if you're trying to do an, you know, a weekly episode, it's not gonna work, work it's not gonna work.
0: And uh, apparently Fox is going to cancel APB, which is that show about uh, where that millionaire takes over the precinct, uh, oh, the, well, you know, and course. he creates like, he has the best technology and this drone can replace cops and like all this stuff. So they're uh, that's pr- pretty much nearly dead, they say. Moving over to NBC now, they're going to renew the blacklist, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Jesus Christ, apparently Chicago's really big, big with one. them. Um, the good place, which I can't believe again. It's like, you know, these people that are in heaven, but they're not supposed to be. And like this whole thing. And what it was, it? it's, I love, uh, the woman that's in that show, but I can't believe they're going to re- renew that. Um, on the bubble for NBC is Chicago Justice. That's the one Chicago, Chicago show that might not shake it. Chicago. That trial and error show, um, that, you know, you were saying, I'm not sure I'm, I'm going to watch a, um, oh, God, don't brain fart on this guy's name right now. Um, John what was his name he was in Lithgow. Yeah John Lithgow yeah it was uh, his new show Grim is uh, going to be moving far they're, they're going to get rid of that and apparently they're going to renew and um oh no I'm I'm getting ahead of myself they are renewing NBC as The Blacklist Redemption, Emerald City, Grim and Powerless. I have never seen... No, those are. I watched the first season of The Blacklist and I just was like, oh my god, I'm over this. This is James Spader, right? Yeah, and I okay. like him. I, yeah. I do like James Spader. And the CW, which is a network I just oh, what the
1: hell? don't normally watch. No. They're, how is Arrow still making it? Dude, all those, all those comic shows None like, of them uh, are the, good. The Flash, Arrow They're it, bringing back... And people love them. Arrow,
0: DC's Legend of Tomorrow, The Flash which was horrific bad. Um, uh, Riverdale Supergirl, Supernatural I've never seen any of that stuff Like, None of that stuff looks interesting to me at all And in the day of when Netflix is doing Marvel shows Every single month they put a new one out I can't imagine that these CW Versions stack up
1: you know, I I I guess what we're getting into there is, you know, they're making money off of them though, and and they're not going to stop for as long as as long as that printing no, press yeah. keeps going. Um, you're right though. I mean, when you've got Luke Cage and you've got you know uh, uh, Iron Fist and you've got all these different like Marvel weird little projects going on in other worlds, but I guess the difference there is and and, and why that you're going to see. I don't know if, if, if CBS and NBC and all these different networks are going to last any longer than Netflix, but like, at least you have advertisers when you're running the Arrow and you have a reason to continue that project. When, 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 when Iron Fist sucks on Netflix, it's just like, damn, we lost. Like, we lost there. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, like I said, once you got that printing press going, you're not going to stop it.
0: I, uh, I'm being asked about whether or not FX is bringing back Legion. They got into Fox. They don't get into like the, the side channels. They just go with the network itself there. I kind of want to
1: watch that Legion. I haven't haven't have popped that one open yet. All right,
0: I watched one episode, and then that's it's probably not enough, right? It's a tough place there.
1: But I watched the
0: first episode, and I was like oh my god is this poorly acted poorly directed and poorly written and I never went back There you go. now that was just one right so you know what I mean it's just it, it's a screenshot like if and you know what that's probably not fair if somebody just checked in on the show one day and was like and then made the judgment call whether or not they were going to listen ever again on any one program that's probably not fair to us probably not fair to a TV show probably either. not
1: fair but the reality of who we are and what it we do and is, like it's going to happen we've talked about this uh, you know a thousand times where it's like don't get me wrong setting a new high score is always important but raising the Averages too, raising the bottom up is too, and if you can't if you can't impress on that first episode out, if you can't make an impression in that pilot episode, obviously it speaks to, to what you got going on. there. They're
0: going to be more important than ever before. I've been binge watching uh, Cheers a lot, right? <laughs> right on Netflix. I've been because, okay. and right. really and not watching it all afternoon. It's what I turn on at sure. night to go to bed. Sure. So like I'm watching it, but I'm not and. and, all right. and you could never get away with what they did back in the day now. Long ass theme songs and then some band playing as you go in and like nothing happening for the first like 40 seconds the screen's
1: on and like i it's like our viewing habits have completely changed. Well, when, you know, obviously, as, as we're all sitting there with our phone in hand and, and, and a million other distractions going on, you know, when you had to show up Wednesday at 8 30 to watch Cheers, yeah, they they knew they had you buy the balls, they had you buy the short and curlies, there was nothing you could do. Now it's just like, dude, I don't care, I'll stream something else, whatever. Somebody's saying to me, you might as not like Legion because you kind of need to be high
0: to enjoy it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> what I'll say is this is what, what I'll say about that. If I have to be high to enjoy a television show, it's not a good television show because most of the people that are turning the show on probably aren't going to be high. No. And I'm willing to bet the chances that I was were probably—I don't want to call them good, but they were better than bad.
1: Uh, speaking of good, I know your uh, one of your favorite shows. The Good Wife has like a new spinoff, The Good Fight. I've been—I've been hearing about. Yeah, I'm not interested. You're either. not watching it. No, dude, you love The Good Wife. Why are you going to watch it as a spinoff?
0: I uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, no, <laughs>
1: not Sully in
0: the no, name. No, don't try
1: to get me back in. <laughs> you know what I mean don't do
0: the thing it's not you know you killed that Josh guy way too early on The Good Wife and you screwed up the show and you know you did and so like don't try to go back and like re- nah, nah 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 nah
1: The Good Wife not buying it nah
0: honestly man like dude if you could cancel one show on TV what
1: would it be? Um, I, you know, I personally hate the Big Bang Theory, so I'd like to be the man to put a bullet in that one. But honestly, we talked about it earlier, and I would just say because of the lack of quality in the recent seasons, I think it's time for Modern Family to hang it up. You guys have all made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, and the show sucks. So stop. For me, it would be any one of those, like, letter shows.
0: NCIS. Okay. Like, You know, yeah. you know I'm mean, just, okay. I'm so, oh, dude, the, the Navy's investigative department. I mean, it can't be that good, right? It's just show me the nude photo scandal episode <laughs> and then shut the mother down. Close out the Sansbury Show next on Rock 106.